Welcome to Seasons in Stewardship, the podcast where we bring hope, healing, and direction as you navigate the different seasons of life. I'm your favorite podcast host, Dr. Belinda Rose Young. In today's episode, we're going to talk about something that God has put on my heart a lot recently, and that's boundaries. I'm so excited to jump in this with you, fam. When it comes to boundaries, there's often two questions that are asked. One, what exactly are boundaries? Like I get the concept, but what are they really? Or two, I understand what boundaries are, Blenda, but how do you set them? Well, boundaries are limits or restrictions that help keep peace in order. Countries have boundaries, houses have boundaries, and even the ocean, thank God, has boundaries. I mean, can you imagine it just coming over all the time? And when those boundary lines are crossed, chaos and confusion can happen. I mean, think back to when you were in high school, right? And you had like a a chemistry exam. So can you imagine showing up for the exam and the teacher hands you the the paper and you turn it over and you see questions about trigonometry or calculus? You'd be like, um, why is this on the paper? What's going on? This is not what I was up till 1 a.m. studying for, cramming information in my brain about... No, because you had an expectation that you're going to be tested on the content of the course, right? You had expectation that there are bounds around what could be asked on the examination. So boundaries help provide clarity and they help to set expectations. So boundaries are lines that should not be crossed. And boundaries also help us achieve our goals, which is something I'm incredibly passionate about. If you know me at all, I'm all about helping people find their purpose and walk in purpose. So in addition to, you know, the ocean not overtaking the earth, there are other key boundaries that we also need for success. Uh, But there's five main ones I want to focus on. That is time, food, money, mind, and people. Again, time, food, money, mind, and people. So when we're looking at these five key areas, we need to have honest conversations with ourselves concerning whether boundaries are actually set in these domains. So here are some questions that I want you to start to ask yourself. What is my relationship with time? How do I steward my time? What is my relationship with food? Do I nourish my body for success? How do I spend my money? Is my money controlling me or am I in control of my money? What is my relationship with my mind? Do I control my thoughts or do they control me? And what is my relationship with people? Do I set healthy boundaries in relationships or do I allow people to say and do whatever they please? Yep, just going to leave an awkward sounds pause here. Mm -hmm. Just right here. Enter here. Look, fam, I know that was a lot and I know that was deep, but in the next segment, we're going to talk about how we can start to set boundaries for time, food, and money. So I am going to reserve mind and people until next week because my producer keeps telling me, Blondie, you got to keep it short. Let my people go. Keep it, keep it short. So we're going to focus today on time, food, and money, but next week we'll focus on our mind and people. All right, let's jump in. Okay, fam, well, let's start off with time. So we need to protect our time so that we can use it to achieve our goals, right? Like we are goal getters. That is what we're doing here together. We are overcoming our past and we are chasing after our future. 
but I just want to level set, right? I just want to make sure we're all on the same page. And I want to start off by just saying that there are only 24 hours in a day. Some of you are like, yeah, but I get that. Oh, really? Because some of us <laughs> are living our lives like time is infinite, like it's cheap, <laughs> like we can get it back, like we can rent it out like a blockbuster. Yeah, I know I'm showing my, my age today, but a lot of us tend to waste time. So I hear some of you are like, but wait, 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 I need, yes, yes, you need rest. I need rest. We need social time. We need vacations. I'm not talking about that. What I am talking about is that we, some of us tend to think that there's an infinite amount of time and that if I just do social media or something else for 40 minutes, like somehow I'll be able to make that back up without causing wreck to my body because I'm not getting enough sleep, right? We know that social media is a major distractor from us achieving our goals. But let me tell you something that was absolutely glorious. I turned off my social media notifications yesterday. Like I just went to my phone. And I was like, mm, off, <laughs> like all of them. And when I tell you it was glorious, it was amazing. I was like, wow, I have so much more time today. What? <laughs> How did that happen? And that extra time I used to actually feed my mind. Like I got outside and did things that nourished me. I had conversations that were inspiring and I just had like just such a better day. Now I'm not saying to like, you know, to not be on social media ever. But what I am saying is that take social media breaks. Like it's not going anywhere, right? Like if, if, if a new platform pops up, we'll all be switching to new platforms. So like social media in general, the people who you're talking to in general, the people who you're following are not going anywhere. So take breaks. Now, some people may use social media as an escape from things that are going on in their lives. Maybe home life or work is tough and you just need to ease your mind right? So I'm not knocking the desire to um, have that mental break. But what I would encourage you to do is think about how you can use some of that time to produce rather than consume. I firmly believe that human beings are creative, that there's so many gifts and different talents. And I strongly believe that each of you are created to create, that there's some gift inside of you that you can use to process your emotions and what you're currently navigating while also feeding your soul. Maybe it's writing a short story or poem. It could be creating a basketball game plan to teach younger guys in your neighborhood. It could be composing music or developing a recipe book filled with inexpensive meal ideas for single parents. Don't let your current situation hold you back from sharing with others your God-given gifts. So regardless of whether or not it's social media or television or some other form of distraction that's taking up your time, it's important to take a step back, recognize the source of distraction, right? Like why you want a distraction and come up with an action plan. So another way we can mismanage our time is when we just have no plan for our day, our week, our month, or our year. Yes, our year. Like it's December, Welcome to December. <laughs> Have you started working on your goals for 2024 yet? <clears throat> no, I don't have a cold. Just in case you missed that, I was actually clearing my throat intentionally. <laughs> Look, fam, when you have a vision for the year, then each month has a purpose. Okay, let me say it again. When you have a vision for your year, then each month has a purpose. 
So let's just say your goal is to improve the educational system in a low income area. Maybe it's an area that, um, you know, you were born in or something that has some meaning to you, uh, but that's your goal. Just argument's sake, that's your goal for 2024. Like you want to work towards that. And you know some of your gifts, you know that you're talented public speaking and you're super good at organizing. Like all your friends are like, I understand how your sock drawer is that organized. Like your desk drawer is like perfect. It's immaculate, right? We all need to be you. So those are your gifts. You're speaking and you can organize, okay? So in 2024, you say, well, you know, I'm going to start off with with improving uh, the quality of the food that's available in the after-school program, uh, because I know that food is tied to um, mental comprehension and ability to, to test well. So I'm just going to start there for 2024. Okay, great. Well, then maybe the goal for January could be starting to understand the structure of the after-school program, right? Who's leading the school program? Uh, how many kids are attending? What do they tend to do? When do they have meal break times? How many meal break times do they have? Those sorts of things, right? And then maybe in February, your goal is to rearrange your evening schedule. And so you can start to attend the local school board meetings and learn the inner workings, know the who's who's, right? The people that you, that wink at each other, right? The people that are <laughs> the leaders, the go-getters in that environment so that you can start to make ins. Maybe in March, you start to draft a list of potential sponsors that could give reoccurring donations for, let's say 30 kids a month. month. And you start to understand what their um, sponsorship requirements are, right? So you see where I'm going? Like you have a plan for the year. You're not going to get it all done in a week, but each month is now intentional. So you're working towards your overall goal, right? And when you, you find, you start to find pleasure in working with your overall goal, then you'll start to spend less time on social media and watching CSI and other things. Not knocking CSI, it's great, great, great. So I'm not suggesting that every second of your life be mapped out, fam. I'm not saying that because then you just become uptight <laughs> and then nobody wants to be around you. So I'm not saying that, right? But what I am suggesting is that uh, you start to work towards a long-term plan right? And when you have a long-term plan, you're less likely just to be putting out fires. Like, has anyone ever felt like that work? Like, like you just get to work in the morning, like, okay, what fire are we putting out today? Like what, what happened <laughs> overnight or what happened this morning? Right? So have a plan, try the plan, tweak the plan as needed. Now in early 2024, I am going to have some live goal planning workshops, some mindset courses to grow our minds and tackle limiting beliefs, and also release an accountability group. So if that's something that you need to achieve your goals, then make sure to subscribe to the podcast to hear workshop dates. I'll be announcing those in towards the end of December. So a pro tip that I've learned to be a better steward of my time is to center daily self-care. When you prioritize self-care, it puts bounds on your time, meaning that everything else has to fit in and around it. So for me, daily self-care looks like going to bed at a certain time to get adequate rest and getting up at a certain time to spend time with God. I know that I need to be in his presence and in his word for direction and peace because fam, have you looked outside? Like there's a lot going on right? So for me, I need to have time with God and I need adequate rest. 
And I just want to say in case, you know, there's an objection that comes up from someone to you, centering self-care is not selfish. It's actually the best thing that you can do for others because people constantly need you at peak performance. Whether it's your spouse, your kids, your employer, they need you at peak performance. So we have to center self-care so that we can be on our A game or a B plus game. That's okay too. <laughs> so the next area where we have to be intentional in stewardship is food slash money. And I'm actually going to put both these together because oftentimes they're mismanaged because of the same reasons, right? It could be your emotions. It could be learned behaviors or it could be lust. Yes, I said lust, L-U-S-T for those in the back, lust. <laughs> so by definition, lust can be a strong pull, urge, or desire. Was that too much? Is that okay? A strong pull, <laughs> urge, or desire for something or for someone. Like, like you can't stop thinking about the Twinkie right? Like it's there, like you saw it 15 minutes ago in a different room and like there's something pulling you towards it, right? So let's dive into less first because why not? When you have reoccurring strong pulls towards food and spending money, it can have negative effects on your life. For food, it can have a negative, negative effect on your physical health if the food is unhealthy, like, you know, I've, I've known people before at work, they're like, Blinda, I, I got to have three candy bars a day. I won't, I won't say which one it is, but three candy bars a day. I'm like, okay. All right. Like, that's just like a pull. That's like something that like they need to, to, to feed a strong desire, a strong pull in them. But I've shared with you previously that health is interconnected. Don't let anybody tell you differently. <laughs> health is interconnected. So if your physical health is poor, it can affect your social health. Maybe if you're eating a lot of bad food, it can affect your mobility or cause a lot of fatigue. And if you're constantly fatigued, that could affect your mental health. It can also affect your spiritual growth, your spiritual health. So reoccurring strong pulls toward food can also affect your financial health <laughs> because you will see a dip in your bank account. It might be tasty in the moment, but you will see a dip. Maybe a strong pull for you is to spend money on a certain item all of the time. Like you just have to buy more shoes or clothes every month. And this can also be driven by emotions or learned behavior from your parents or other people that were influential in your life. It could also be because of a reward system that you've internalized at some point in your life. Like I did this great thing, therefore I must have this. Now, I could have this, but I must have this every time. Now, there's nothing wrong with treating yourself, but again, you can become unbalanced and all this affects not just our health, but us achieving our goals, especially when there's no budget at all. <laughs> one of the hard lessons I'll just share, one of the hard lessons that I've learned this year is how much your financial health is tied to you achieving your God-given goals and purpose and the importance of having multiple streams of income. Now, I'll be very honest and say that my financial literacy training as a young girl was learning at a very young age not to ask for something to drink when we go through the fast food line because we have juice at home. 
like that was my lesson in budgeting. I don't know if that was anybody else's lesson, but for us, it was like, no, we have juice at home. Like that was it, right? When you consider the habits of the wealthy, they spend below their means, never pay interest, stick to a budget, and set life goals and a corresponding financial plan, among some other things, right? And I want you and I to build generational wealth, right? So that we can be able to give generously. So I'll link down below a really great Forbes article that actually walks through 16 financial habits of the wealthy that I, I highly encourage you to, to read. And I'm actually going to bring a financial guru early next year to talk with us more about building wealth. So make sure to look out for that episode early next year. But I want you to start to think about 2024 and what life would look like five years from now if you were debt free. Like, how would that affect you? How would that affect your stress? How would that affect your family? And what would you be able to do differently? That's the journey that I want us to be on, fam. A journey to freedom. A future freedom that means current boundaries. I want to challenge you to have an honest conversation with yourself about what is driving your eating and your spending habits and what boundaries you can put in place. For me personally, I have already begun taking intentional steps towards physical health and wealth, and I'll be sharing lessons learned on this podcast and my Instagram. So if you need a virtual accountability buddy, I got you. My IG handle is linked below. Today, we talked about three of the five key areas to have boundaries so that you and I can be successful. Fam, we have 23 days left in 2023. I want to see you succeed, and that means aligning your time, body, and money with your goal. I highly encourage you to share this podcast with someone who you think may benefit from it, and join me back next week as we discuss boundaries for our mind and our relationships. And I'm super excited. We're going to start to also take listener Today, we talked about three of the five key areas to have boundaries so that you and I can set ourselves up for success. Fam, we have 23 days left in 2023. I want to see you and I succeed, and that means aligning our time, our bodies, and our money with our goals. I highly encourage you to share this podcast episode with someone who you think may benefit from it, and join me back next week as we discuss boundaries for our mind and our relationships. Well, friend, if you haven't heard it from anyone else, you are amazing. I honestly believe that you are amazing and you're made on purpose for a purpose. And because I care about you, I just want to spend a moment praying to God for your benefit. So Heavenly Father, God, I thank you for the opportunity to bring my friend, my family before you. Lord, you know their situation, you know everything concerning them. God, I ask that you would bring enlightenment to their mind concerning how they're spending their time, how they're spending their food and their money. God, if there's trauma or emotional things behind it, God, I ask that you would heal their hearts, Lord, and set them free. God, help them to find their solace or peace in you, God, because you truly bring freedom to everything. God, I ask for divine strategies for them, for their time, their money, and how they're eating, God, so that they can achieve the gifts that you've implanted inside them. I pray all of this in Jesus' name. Amen. Well, thank you so much for tuning in to episode three with me. Next week, as I said, we're going to talk about the two other boundary types. I'm so excited to jump in this with you, fam. 
please remember to rate and review the podcast if you enjoyed it. It really helps us to reach and encourage more people. Until next week, fam, be blessed. Thank you.